Well, apparently something big happened again in the NFL today. Tis no. The, tis the season. PJ, have you seen the news? I, I have. All right, yeah. well, let's tell the people about uh-huh. it. Another one. Uh, this is something that it pretty much happens to every team in the NFL. You sign your quarterback to a giant deal, and all of a sudden you have to move on from some of your key pieces. I feel like this is a Utah se- segment. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there, PJ. Okay. Do you yeah. agree, or is sure. this more of a newsy segment? A little bit of both. Um, so, uh, well, do we, do we need the imaging? Just throw it on there. Right, Why not? On. Let's get the imaging. Let's do this right. If we're going to do it, let's go ahead and do it right. Roethlisberger, the quarterback, was all, hug it, chug it, football, all night. Because we have a lot of football to talk about. News of the day. Tyreek Hill has been traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins. Hey, uh, Tua. Yeah. Feeling pretty happy right now. For sure. Fastest wide receiver core in maybe league history. You're going to be, hey, if you're playing the Dolphins and you're a DB, I hope, I hope, I hope you eat your weed. Yeah. But you are in for a long day. Sorry, I got to turn the headphones out again because, as we mentioned, every single day we come in here, they're blaring at 11 because all the guys on three and out are 87 years old. Uh, carrying on here, though, a first-round pick, a couple second-round picks, a couple fourth-round picks, and a six-rounder uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs in return for Tyreek Hill. But, like I said, this is very much what happens when you sign your quarterback to those big deals. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, half a billion dollar deal. Probably will see half of that yep. in his career, just the way NFL contracts work. But uh, other examples I can think of right off the top of my head, uh, Seattle Seahawks. With as good as that team was, all mm-hmm. the players, Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson, the Legion of Boom, Bobby Wagner, Michael Bennett on that team, you won one Super Bowl. Yep. Went to two, won one. And as soon as you give Russell Wilson that deal, it's kind of been... Slowly but surely, guys just start falling off the bandwagon and it's not because necessarily they're unhappy but it's like they, they got to get paid right but all your money went in in one basket but at the same time like you can't not pay that guy well well if we're talking about Russell Wilson that's I think that's yeah. maybe a different conversation than Patrick Mahomes though right so yeah. like no this is just I, one I, of those I, things you hate yeah. to say it but uh the Atlanta Falcons yeah you give Matt Ryan that ginormous deal, which you have to to keep your quarterback, keep him happy. But at the time, he became the it, the latest quarterback to be paid will always be the highest quarterback paid, right? Like, Sean Watson is now the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. But Matt Ryan gets that deal. All of a sudden, you go from having Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Devonta Freeman. Uh, the defense, much better than anything we've had recently. Uh, you, lose, <laughs> you end up losing Desmond Trufant's of the world, right? Yeah. So it's just you aren't able to hold on to some of these guys in free agency and you're not able to go out there and really spend a ton of money in free agency. That's why a lot of times either one of two things can happen. And we saw both of them in the Super Bowl this year. You draft a quarterback and you try to win on his rookie deal. Mm -hmm. The the Bengals were a couple plays away from doing that. Or you just say, I don't give a bleep about draft picks. I'm going to keep trading draft picks to get players on one, two-year deals and try to go all in on a Super Bowl, i.e. the Rams. Yeah. So the Falcons are on the other end of that spectrum where you gave your quarterback a huge deal, and now you're dealing with the ramifications of that. Maybe the worst roster in the NFL. I did have some more football I wanted to talk about, though, PJ, because PJ and I were having an interesting 
conversation. Obviously, we are in the midst of spring football, which is just, it makes my heart happy when you're scrolling through Instagram and you see the Florida Gators out there with pads on, smacking each other around. You see the Georgia Bulldogs getting after it up in Athens. We got spring football going on. Has Penn State started spring football yet, PJ? Uh, yeah, I think I think they did uh, a day or two ago. Okay. Of course, you have all the Drew Aller uh, pictures coming out sure. and whatnot. Oh, this is him in his in his new number and pads and whatnot. And, and he's probably going to be third on the depth chart. Hey, but but he looks good in spring practice. Yeah, though. yeah, exactly. I don't know. Is it kind of for me? Like not trying to bring the mood down. No oh God. It's always spring practice and things like that is always like bittersweet because I'm always like, yes, there is football and it's on a field. And I'm seeing pictures and videos, and it all looks great. But it's not what I want, right? It's a taste, but it's not what I want. Yeah. But I'm with you. It's all part of the process, of course. I'm with you. But with that being said, uh, BJ and I had an interesting conversation today, which was, who's the best quarterback in the SEC East? And so what I wanted to do is I'm going to put out the starters for all seven teams in the SEC East, and I want to power rank. Like this is this is the good stuff. Are you right gonna here. put in like half an Emory Jones because like he's, no, he's in gone? The, he's in the portal. Yeah, and Anthony Richardson <laughs> had taken over by the end. He's in the portal again. Like eh. no, he's gone. Anthony Richardson <laughs> had taken over at the end. I think Anthony yeah. Richardson fits what Billy Napier wants to do. Uh, but yeah. that being said, so Florida, it's Anthony Richardson. Georgia is Stetson Bennett. Uh, Kentucky, Will Levis. Missouri, I'm gonna give you an option. Connor Bazelak is the current starter. Right. But JT Daniels is heavily rumored to be transferring to Missouri, so I'll allow you to keep that one in there. Uh, Tennessee, Hendon Hooker, South Carolina, Spencer Rattler, and Vanderbilt, Ken Seals. Yeah, it's not Vanderbilt. You want to go 7-1 or 1-7? It's not Vanderbilt, I'll tell you that. Or the new logo. We haven't talked about that yet. No, yeah. Did you see that that on Twitter? Oh, what Xavier did to him? Xavier, yeah. It's not Xavier, excuse me. What... Xavier did to them. What's well, not like I, I thought the response was kind of weak too, like from Vanderbilt. Did you see that? No. I went to the comments, and Vanderbilt was like, "Uh, wow, okay, good game, good luck in New York City." I'm like, "Come on, you you gotta come oh, back." Oh no, with Vanderbilt something. got eviscerated on social media yesterday, so that's that's beyond what we're talking. But let's go back SEC media. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that. Come on, here we go. Um, I need some rankings. I th- We're going seven mm-hmm. to one. We start with Ken Seals. Yeah, not to be rude. Yeah, but be rude. Yeah, but, it's fine. yeah but yeah, Ken Seals and you logo. Pro- probably the, the the worst situation there. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm bad with names. So like you listed off a ton of names at one time. So there. again, Stetson Bennett for yeah. Georgia. Anthony Richardson's at Florida. Right. Uh, Missouri has Connor Bazelak or JT yeah. Daniels. Tennessee has Hendon Hooker, mm. and South Carolina has Spencer Rattler. Right. Okay. So. Six, I'll go with with Missouri uh, in their situation. Or, or JT Daniels. I think, I think if it is JT Daniels, maybe it's a little higher. But then again, like while they're all kind of in the same realm, I, I believe like it's a it's a pretty talented group I, of I guys that you just went through. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have uh, Missouri with Basilak or JT Daniels there at six, at five. The former Penn Stater? Maybe Anthony Richardson? Yeah, but because I think Will Levis is is perfect for Kentucky. You know, like he Damn. showed he showed his arm a little bit more this year, which I think is fantastic. 
and it kind of made me a little jealous that that he transferred, of course. And you know, Penn State wouldn't wouldn't let him throw the ball in forward motion because sure. Penn State doesn't know what they're doing. Uh, anyway, but I still think maybe there, there's more talented arm talent, you know, uh, around him. And I am excited to see what Richardson does for sure. So I think I'll put Levis there at five. Right. Am I getting the numbers right? Levis yeah, there yeah, at five. five Richardson four. At, at four. Okay. Ooh, this one's good. Hinton Hooker or Spencer Rattler or Stetson Bennett. Yeah, and and I'm gonna make a lot of people mad because of how big the name is. But I think I'd put Rattler at three right now. Okay. Right now, I'd put Rattler at three. If he comes out and balls out whatever finally fills that that potential I feel like everyone has been talking about for years. Uh, then, then sure, that's great, and I, I'll move him higher on the list. But right now, he's three. Here's where we get down to the nitty gritty. It, it it does right because if you're talking about going out and winning, but then again, I have a lot of belief in Hendon Hooker and and what he might do this year and uh, how he really thrived in that Tennessee offense. Okay. But. It's not about what have you done. Well, it is a little bit about what have you done for me, <laughs> maybe lately. But it's not also about you know what what I think's going to happen. It. Uh, I'll go Hooker at two. Stetson Bennett number one. Let's go. Say it with I your will. heart. I will. Say it with your heart. Because like, I mean, I know that the first argument everyone always goes to is like, yeah, he won with that defense, but. Can we talk a little bit about also, like, th- there are certain quarterbacks that don't go out and just ball out all the time because they also don't they don't necessarily need to. Right. And then they have more time to develop and, and fit their mold. And Yeah, Bryce Young in the Sugar Bowl. Or Sugar Bowl? Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl against Cincinnati. Didn't yeah. have a great game. Didn't right. have to. Hand exactly. it off to Brian Robinson and let's let him go and let that defense cook. Right. Yeah. But when you needed it from Stetson Bennett, sure he it. absolutely gave it to you. Um, and I think you have another year, although like he's he's been in systems and college football in a long time and and, and had a long time to, to develop. But every year you're you're hoping to get a little bit better, right? So maybe he gets a little bit better. Six years senior, more. maybe. Yeah, and maybe he gets even that much more better. I think, but I think technically, just yeah, a. I think you fall back on what he's done and and what he's done in big year. moments. Yeah. And yeah, I'd, I'd have to put him there at number one. All right, I'll run through mine real quick. Ken Seals number seven, and I think Ken Seals can be pretty good. He got put into a rough position number one because he plays quarterback at Vanderbilt, uh, but number two had to start as a freshman during uh, COVID. Right, and then yeah. 2021 going through a coaching change and all that, so it's been a rough start for Ken Seals. But I, junior coming back, I think he could be okay. Uh, number six, I do have Will Levis at number six. I he can be really good. I'm worried about the fact that he's going to have to deal with an offensive coordinator change because Liam Cohen heads back to the NFL. Forgot about that too. Uh, yeah, so I think that could maybe set him back a little bit. But I do still think he's really good. Uh, number five, if it's JT Daniels, I have Missouri at number five. If it's Connor Basilek, I'll put them down at six. He kind of regressed last year a little bit for me. Uh, so give me JT Daniels uh, at five. Number four, I have Anthony Richardson. I think in this Billy Napier offense, they're bringing it over from Louisiana, a lot of play action, a lot of RPO, and a lot of quarterback run, I think Anthony Richardson can really thrive. But that being said, 
you don't really upgrade from Dan Mullen calling plays. Whatever you want to say about him, Dan Mullen could draw some damn plays. And he can call True. some plays. Especially like in-game play calling, Dan Mullen filthy, right? That being said, I think another year of development for Anthony Richardson is going to be big for him. I think he can be really good. Number three, I have Spencer Rattler, too. More okay. of a prove-it thing. Yeah. He, he obviously has the talent. But when you look at the stats, let's compare Hinton Hooker's best year to Spencer Rattler's. I'm not going to go with last year where Spencer Rattler got replaced. I'll go with his best year, his sophomore season. Or I guess technically it's still his freshman season because it was COVID. Uh, but in 11 games, 3,000 yards through the air, 160 on the ground uh, for Spencer Rattler. For Hinton Hooker, remember, he didn't start until probably three, four games into the season for them. Uh, he had... 2,945 yards to the air, 31 touchdowns to three interceptions, and then on the ground, 620 <clears throat> yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. Dude's a baller. It's a monster. Like, I think it was closer for me naming him number one than it was for me switching him with Spencer Rattler. Yeah. But number one, I do have Stetson Bennett, and I know a lot of the people out there are going to say, he might not even be starting when Georgia kicks off against Oregon. I don't think that's true. I think Stetson Bennett with Todd Munkin has really set himself up for another season where unless he plays himself out of it, he's going to be the starting quarterback for Georgia. I know a lot of fans out there don't like that. I can't imagine why because he just won you a damn national championship <laughs> where he threw for almost six touchdowns and 600 yards in two playoff games. But it's just there's something about Stetson Bennett with this team where they look at him as the leader. And I encourage anybody who has it, ESPN Plus uh, put out basically their NFL film films from the college football playoff and so you kind of get to see the sideline comments where the uh, Del McGee sitting there talking to Stetson Bennett and the running backs and they flip it to the other side uh, where you have Bryce Young kind of standing there like I'm not taking a shot at Bryce Young he's a freshman coming in there and starting Stetson Bennett's obviously been around the block but you have one guy walking up and down the sideline galvanizing his team other guy on the sideline kind of just waiting for his next time to get on the field right yeah right so I think just the leadership that Stetson brings is a big deal. But also, I mean, the dude can ball. Biggest throw in the history of Georgia football, throwing that one to A.D. Mitchell uh, and just getting this team in and out of the right plays. There's a great story that Todd Munkin, when he called that final touchdown there to Brock Bowers, he just he's like, if Stetson audibles, it's over. If Stetson reads it right, it's over. Yeah. Just because the way they had Georgia or the way they had Alabama set up on defense, if he reads it right, it's over. Could have handed it off, pulled it, dumps it to Brock Bowers. Rest is history. Georgia wins a national championship. So there's some football talk for you to get things going here on a Wednesday. One of my favorite things ever coming up next on the show. A little surprise for PJ Zuko. Can't wait. Up next on here the show. Here we go. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Presented to you by the Uniform Source. This is Second Down on ESPN Radio. Christian Gokel alongside PJ Zuko. Baseball season is here. And I felt like it was a really good time to kind of refresh our collective minds about some of the key figures in Major League Baseball, and no better way to do that than with a quiz. PJ Zuko, you know, the biggest baseball fan <laughs> up here by a long shot. Oh, uh, but listen, yeah. I, I wasn't gonna time make, to fail. I wasn't gonna make PJ do this by his lonesome, <laughs> so I'm allowing him to phone a friend for all of these questions, working together with the one, the only Ben Troop. I like it. You can hear him on three and out coming up here in about 30-so minutes. But, guys, here's what we're going to do. Can I use my phone? No. All right. We're going to play America's favorite game. Whoever's favorite. Major League Baseball Manager or 70s Rockstar. 
Oh wow. Okay. Okay. All right. I okay. know both this of these. Actually, okay. I know both of these are right up y'all's alley. Seventies rock star. Both big time. Man. Both big time baseball fans, and both big time seventies rock fans. See, this is. I'm. I'm happy you did this because, like, this. This is where I get worried. As I said last segment. You know, I talked about the, the the names problem. Yeah. So like, you go with a quiz, and I'm like, man, I'm not gonna get uh, other than the Braves. Like, I, I'm not gonna remember any of these names. Mm-hmm. But if you're giving the names to me, yeah. that's a difference. And you can get like two points a okay. question because you can get all right the name and like which the occupation and like what band or team oh. they are employed okay. by or were employed by. All right. All right. We good to go. Not bad. All right. We're gonna start with Frank Beard. Uh, you said specifically managers. Yeah, they're either right. a major league baseball manager or they were a member of a rock band in the seventies. Frank Beard sounds like a manager for somebody. It does, but I don't. I don't feel like I've heard that name around baseball. What seven, so what seventies band? Ooh, ooh. See, I'm not good with the seventies. See, that's that. I don't know if it's a band. Frank Beard. <laughs> um. Does it sound? Does it? Is it? Is is it a manager? This this is off. Frank Beard do sound like a manager. Yeah. Uh. Frank Beard sounds like the manager of like. Of like the Cubs or something like. Frank Beard is one of the founding members of ZZ Top. Oh my god. (laughs) Of course. This is off to his last name's Beard. (laughs) This is off. Yeah, and he's the one who didn't. He's the one who didn't have one. Are you serious? Oh come on, man. This is off. This, to this, is, this is an outstanding. Start. Christian knows that these names are really, really similar. <laughs> yes. Bands. Okay. Yeah. What about Jim Croce? That's a that's a that's a manager. Jim Croce. That's definitely an MLB manager. But for Jim Croce, though, it, I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know what team. The freaking Jim Croce. I mean, I I don't think he's anybody in the NL East. I don't know. Uh, is he? Uh, I feel like it's probably like a West Coast like manager, the like. Yeah, like the Padres or like the Mariners, like the Seattle Mariners or something. Uh, let's go with the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, yeah Jim Croce's a rock star. Okay. <laughs> you ever heard the song Big Bad Leroy Brown? Yes. Baddest oh, man yeah. in the whole damn town. Oh, okay. Yep, okay. That's, yeah, yeah, Jim Croce. There we that's go. That's Jim Croce. That's Jim Croce. I thought for sure that was a manager. I was like, I've heard that recently on ESPN. We are on the 70s rock band. You absolutely yep. are. Uh, All right, Tori Lavulo. <sighs> Tori Lavulo sounds like a guy that just got inducted to the MLB Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not, uh, like, there's no way that's. A- it, it, listen, if, 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 this, if this is a somebody in the rock band, I'm going to be, because that's going to be, we're going to be 0 for 3. And that's so, three straight rock names the blue, that we didn't the, know. It sound like the Blue Jays manager. Yeah. Close. We're going to go there. Diamondbacks. Okay. Uh, All right. But it's a manager. But you got it. You got it. You got it. Thank you got goodness. It, you got it. We're okay. Woo. Hey, listen. We're now, making- now we really don't know because he gave us two managers. We're on the board. I mean, I mean right. two, two rock stars, one manager. Now it's okay. What about Derek Shelton? Oh, man. That sounds like a country singer. Well, that's Blake. Yeah, but I mean... He's his little brother. That's probably... Uh, His little little cousin. Shelton, I mean, see, once again, sounds like a manager might be a rock band. Might be in a rock band. I feel like it's almost too simple. Like... I don't know 70s rock bands. So you're going to have to help me with the 70s rock bands. I know, but I feel like, that, like that's AC, almost like too simple to be in a rock band. Like, like I feel like they got to have – that's where that's where you got me with, with Frank Beard because I'm like, oh, there's no way. He's got to have a more interesting so name you, than so that. We, so we are going with a rock band. Uh, No. What's his name? His last name Shelton? Derek yep. Shelton. Derek Shelton. 
Uh, sure. Yeah. He said he sounds he sound like a drummer or something, like a right. like a guitarist. That's true. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Derek Shelton is in the rock band. 70s rock band. BJ, we're playing everyone's favorite game, MLB manager or 70s rock star. 70s okay. rock band, I don't know. So that. Derek Shelton is in the 70s rock band. 70s rock band, like Motley, no, they were like 80s, right? The Who? Yeah. Uh, the Who? No, the he's, who? Not, he's not the Who. He's the manager of PJ's favorite team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. I don't and have, there it is. I don't have a favorite baseball team. <laughs> what about, what about, if I have one, it's the Braves. What about Charlie Watts? Charlie Watts would be the uh, grandson of Charlie Weiss. Okay. Okay. Is it the son Watts. of Charlie Weiss? He's now the offensive coordinator at Ole Miss? Yes. Yeah. And you just See, said that the other week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this was offensive coordinators or 70s rock singers, we, we'd be rock band Charlie members. Watts. We'd be all right. Charlie Watts. I feel like Charlie I was Watts. Mark Douglas is he's, in the man, he's the manager of the Phillies. That's Joe Girardi. <laughs> 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 they so simple. But well, you don't have to tell me like what team it is or what band. Is, is he a manager? Is hold he a rock star? On, hold on a second, because Charlie Watts, who's the dude that <laughs> he sounds like rock band. Who's the dude that invented electricity? Um, Benjamin Franklin. We're going to Watts now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like his his grandson and his. Great, I don't know that anyone actually invented electricity. I think electricity has kind of been here. Yeah, I know. I think it might have been discovered. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. Uh, <laughs> light bulbs. I, I, so, manager or rock star? I mean, you had you had me going, PJ, with the. But you, I feel like he's a rock star. What? You would be correct. He is the drummer for the Rolling Stones. There we go. Boom. Okay. See, you guys are on a roll now. What about Sid Barrett? Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett would Sid be Barrett. The, that is the nephew of Sid Breen. Yeah, that's got to so be a baseball be. manager. The, <laughs> are we going like completely that, opposite? That'd be one of the founding members of Pink Floyd. Oh, Sid okay. Barrett. All right. You guys are doing wonderful. Well, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of people. All right, that's fine. No, you guys so. are doing good. Paul, right. Paul Stanley. Oh, oh man, that's Paul Firebomb's grandson. <laughs> um, I'm just picking a first name. Which is, you know, see, these are things, right? It, it just show you that, like, to be a rock star, one, have a regular name, and two, go out there. Like, the regular name makes sure I can just go out there and be a super-duper rock star. killing it. Here we is go. Is Paul Stanley, like... Paul Stanley sounds He's, like a freaking manager. He does sound like a manager, but I feel like that's how he's trying to get Boom. us. You so, know what I mean? So do we go? I mean, is he like one of the lesser-known Beatles? Yeah, Paul McCartney's little brother. Yeah. So we go, so we all going with rock star. Uh, is there a lesser-known Beatle? <laughs> no. Come on, man. There so has to be star? like. You going rock star? Uh, sure. He's one of the members of Kiss. Uh, Let's go. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. What about Oliver Marmol? Listen, listen, listen. Okay, here we go. If he's not a manager, yeah, that's a problem. Like, I'm just saying. Okay. There's zero percent chance. I'm with you there. No, are you saying pronounce. there's no rock stars named Oliver? No, no, no I'm saying there's no rock stars. You're, you're gonna be, his fans can't pronounce his last name. You said Oliver Marmol. Marmol. All right. Uh, I don't know why this did this. He's he's the manager for the Seattle Mariners. Close manager for the St. Louis Cardinals. They are right next to each other, actually. What about uh, Bob Melvin? Is he like a smooth jazz artist or is he a, a baseball manager? Bob he's, Melvin. Bob he's Melvin. giving Bob, us too much. Bob Melvin do sound rock stars, man. What's up? It you does. Bob Melvin, like a guy he comes. So you guys don't know about Bob Melvin? He sounds like the guy that's like. No, Bob Melvin tries to do regular. He goes to a city and he has to perform with his band and yeah. he goes by himself. To a, like a little bar and try to have a drink. That's a, that's what I'm thinking. Like that, he tries to have a drink. And hope somebody but knows like, him. That, that's like that's like you go to a fancy restaurant in like New York City, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, we have 
Bob Melvin on piano tonight. Like, ooh, Bob. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, he's we're going to go with probably. Bob. He's probably, <laughs> he's a, manager. probably a manager. Uh, let's go with Rockstar, though. Rockstar. Let's That'll go be with the, Rockstar. Uh, manager for the, uh, <laughs> for the San Diego Padres. <laughs> uh, what about good old Neil Pert? Neil Pert, see? Neil Pert. Neil Pert. Like P E R T? P E A R T. P E A R T. Neil Pert. Oh, Neil my God. Pert. That sounds rock star. Because the more regular the name, the more rock star they are. Just, you know. Yeah. Bob Melvin? <laughs> I guess it's more regular than that. Yeah. I mean, I, I go a rock star. Two first names. I should never trust them. PJ? Um, could have, he could be a quarterback of Georgia. Yeah, but he's not, though. Not yet. Bob Melvin. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Neil Pert. Neil though. Pert is a rock star. He's yes, probably correct. a guitarist. No, he's for... the drummer for Rush. Why is it Rush? Why is it always the drummer? Yes. Because they're awesome. That's true though, because like drummers are fantastic, like you said. But all the guitarists have all like he's one the of the crazy greatest names. drummers of all time. Uh Charlie Montoyo. <sighs> he sound like a he sounds like a great character in a movie too. I just uh see you don't, you don't mess with Charlie Montoyo. Don't you I mean, dare. See, Christian ain't really got no theme. He went like, you know, rock star, rock star manager. Oh, you're trying to like count? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay, trying to get yeah, a rhythm. Yeah. Like, you There's know, no like, algorithm here. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie there, is, there is no basis of this of this uh, algorithm here. All right. I mean, I mean, PJ, I mean, I like what you was going with the Benjamin Franklin thing. And we didn't, we didn't, <laughs> I, I see what you're trying to do there. Yep. I, <laughs> there's no rhyme to read to the thing. The, the more regular name, I think, rock star, but then he ends up being. I, I mean, think this. As a manager, I mean the, the, the way, you, the way you look at Christian out of corner eye. I'm gonna go with manager, even if it's he's the manager for the Toronto Blue Jays. Talk there about we go. it. That's right. All right. Okay. We got a couple more here. It's funny how like all the ones we guessed earlier, like the Padres, yeah, the and, Padres the Blue Jays, and the Blue Jays, now they're yeah. yeah. Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash got to be a rock star. I mean, if he's if he's not, he should be. He's got a, who who sang Kevin Cash? Who was uh? Johnny Cash's nephew. Uh, what's the what's the? Oh man, what's the band? It starts with a D. A lot. From back in like the seventies <laughs> or the eighties. Just like uh, something what? something for money. Dire Straits. Yeah, Dire Straits. Right. Yeah, he's the he's a he's a Listen, if Kevin guitarist. Cash not, if yeah. Kevin Cash ain't a rock star, he's in the wrong business. He's, he's, he's a, a guitarist for Dire Straits. He's the one that wrote that song. He might have been at some point, but right now he's the manager for the. <laughs> Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and the Tampa Bay Rays oh, are man. playing right now. All right, yeah. and they almost finally, got Freddie Freeman. Finally, Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Steve Miller. Yeah, that's, that's, Reg- a, that's a that's, that's a, Reggie Miller's brother. No, yeah, yeah, but he also in a past life was was a rock star in the seventies. I, I would hope so. Because what's the name of his band? What the band Steve was Miller band. All right, yeah, come on now, one. come PJ on now. Like, all right. Don't you dare! Yes, I right. know all of them. All right, good work, fellas. I know all of them. Ben, thank you, sir. Yep. Again, you no, can hear no, from I Ben coming up <laughs> in about Steve Miller band. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes, finally, we, we batted a hundred on that. <laughs> the Kevin Cash band. Now, what's he Kevin did. Cash doing with his life? He invented electricity. Uh, Kevin That's Cash what... picked the wrong profession, even though he's making good money, man, right now. So hopefully he's he's saving up money to start his band. He invented he electricity. <laughs> oh, I lied. There's one more. Oh, oh, let's go. Okay. The bonus. There's one more. Bonus round. Because we've done an equal number of, because I, I had an odd number just because so you couldn't find an algorithm. We've done an even number of managers and rock stars. Mike Matheny. 
Oh, Mike Matheny is definitely a baseball manager. I mean, he's got to be. Mike Matheny just sounds like you guys are on fire for a losing Kansas team. Kansas City Royals. Yes, let's go. Let's go. He used to be with who? I don't know. A winning team, the Cardinals. Well, you can then say he went oh, across the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could say he used he to be for the cheese, with a winning team, and he still could have been with the Royals because they yeah. used to win. They did. They did that one time. Hey, good job, fellas. Let's go. You we can hear from strong. Ben coming up here in a little bit. That's the important thing. Proud of you guys. Got you refreshed on your baseball managers. Even well, though Ben mm. forgot that Joe Girardi manages the <laughs> yeah the Phillies, Phillies. But that's fine. Probably less the managers, more the '70s rock, which I I can't wait to listen to. There we go. Soon. Good. I'll yeah. send you the playlist. We'll create a playlist based off of this. The Kevin Cash Experience. We got more to come here on Second <laughs> Down. We'll be right back after this. Kevin. Kevin Thomas just getting rowdy about some brave spring <laughs> training baseball out there. Listen, it's the it's the first time we've been able to watch them with the Braves broadcast this year. And it's true. I'm excited, man. It's good to hear. You'll be able to listen to all 162 coming up this season right here on your home of the Braves in coastal Georgia, ESPN Radio. Hey PJ, what's you up? Amped for some uh, day baseball? Who isn't? Because you know what that means. We're hanging out. We're going to sit on that little black couch out there. Yeah, kind of back and forth. Watch some Braves baseball. You know. And just pray there ain't a rain delay. <laughs> yeah. Back and forth from, you know, the, the office to the uh, black couch to the office uh, to the black couch. Yeah. My right. thing is, like, the, the you know me, and I talk about this all the time around the office. Whenever yeah. there's a day function sort of game, whether it be basketball, March Madness, or baseball, I love eating chicken wings and I have to strategically place it though because those chicken wings man middle of the day hot outside hot inside sure it puts you they, they put you down like you you're done so I gotta make sure I get at least like 85 percent of my work done before I have those chicken wings yeah once you eat the big heavy lunch it's hard to go back to work so true uh, uh that's that's fair especially when the, it's like Top of the seventh, you know, competitive game. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, can't wait. No, for sure. So that's good. So we got Braves baseball coming your way here. Uh, I want to say April seventh is opening day. Does that sound about right? Sure. We'll we'll call it that. Quit yelling at me. Uh, but also, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, kind of summarizing the way we all feel about the NFL right now. Yeah. Uh, just with all the moves going on. Do you see this tweet? April seventh. Yes, correct. Uh. <laughs> This is from Stefan Diggs on Twitter. Right. Following the Tyreek Hill trade. Quote, the hell going on. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of every... If there was like two yeah. guys before this offseason started that we were like, hey, these guys are going to be on their team next year. It's Matt Ryan and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> if I throw those names out there, you're like, nah, ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. But now as we sit here, Matt Ryan is an Indianapolis Colt. Yeah, that feels weird. Gross. To say it's gross and here, Marcus Mariota's a Falcon, which I'm not. Like obviously he ain't Matt Ryan, but I I feel like there's still gonna be some entertainment value to the Falcons with Marcus Mariota, for sure. And and like if you can see my face on on the stream right now, or if if you're around me when when that said about Marcus Mariota, there's always like a a vocal uh, and like. You know, a kind of a bad look. And 
It's not because of the Falcons. Like, is it just because? Like, are you saying like Marcus Mariota's had a tortured career? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and and I kind of feel bad for him because we all know you just said it a segment or two ago about the Falcons roster. Like, it's one of the worst in the NFL, if not the worst, right now. He had to go play for the and, Raiders. You know, when well, they were pretty terrible. Yeah, and and the Titans when they weren't great. They weren't, and you know he had Derrick Henry in in a young state of his career. But yeah. other than that, he had a lot of young guys around him and, and not a lot to. To work with. This so, is terrible. Where did Marcus Mariota start his career? Tennessee. He got okay. drafted by Tennessee. Sure. Yeah. So it's just, and then everyone came after that. That's the thing. Like yeah. he got drafted and then everyone else came after that. So he was dealing with the young parts of their career while he was going through his own welcome to the NFL. And he got right? supplanted so, by Ryan Tannehill. He did, which is still crazy to think. But I, what's insane about that is we, we talked about Stetson Bennett. Right? I feel like he almost... Did was trying to do too much in that offense. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. You go to let's be honest, like more of a game manager, simple quarterback, and it works out better for your football team. I don't know how much so, better it's worked out. Like, I mean, I guess they were the one seed last year, but then they get bounced in their first game. It's true. They got to an AFC championship with Marcus Mariota. They got to one with with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, like you said, how much better, really? But no, I think, like you said, I think there's going to be an entertainment value with him there. I just, yeah, I, I feel, but I hope this isn't the last string for him, where it's like, well, you got one last opportunity and it didn't work I, out. I was, like, I did was, you see who I was trying to throw to? I'll probably say that that this is going to be the case, and that's the bummer, right? Yeah. That's the. Although you still you you do see some quarterbacks who have like nine lives. Like, I felt like. Tyrod Taylor probably was going to have one of his last chances a couple years ago, and he played decently well with the Texans before he got hurt. This year he gets another contract, so like, Here's the real question. Knows? Are the Falcons tanking for Bryce, or are they tanking for CJ? I hope they're tanking for Bryce. Why? I, I don't inherently... Like, I, I, I understand Bryce Young is outstanding. I mean, he's a Heisman Trophy winner, but is he that much better than CJ Stroud? I think so. Really, and I, I don't, I don't inherently think C.J. Stroud is bad by any means. He's he's the better of if you lined up Ohio State quarterbacks over the last ten years, and and just purely based on their talent, and and how good they they could be, I think he'd probably be top of the list. But I don't know. He, he's still got to prove over a the bit more the we'll Braxton see. Millers over the J.T. Barretts, the well, I, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, because I think Justin Fields. Oh, Justin Fields. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one, actually. I, mean, I think, think argument can be baller. made he's a better passer than Justin Fields. He could be, yeah. But that's the thing. Uh, no, again, like... He was throwing he, some damn NFL passes. Could like, be. Albeit, albeit against Utah in the Rose Bowl. Well, that's... He was making some NFL throws. You hate to do this to a guy, and I, I don't like it coming out of my mouth, but he was also... He's throwing a three first-round draft picks this year. Yeah. So that can make you look really, really good. But it can also... Shoot, I'd say he might have been thrown to four. Yeah, Because I mean, Marvin Harrison III is pretty <laughs> filthy, too. Not that bad. So, like... But that can also speed up your progression with, with how good you are having those talented guys around you and kind of instilling yeah. that, that work ethic and just that energy into you also. It is a very quarterback-friendly offense. So it very much All is. Right, so and that's where, like, the Dwayne Haskins and the uh, Braxton Millers and all that... Kind can I of say the same though the about wayside with me. Alabama? 
How many? Like, which Alabama quarterback has been super successful in the NFL so far? Yeah, well, I know we do that. I feel like they have been more successful as a whole than Ohio State quarterbacks. Because it, also, like, if you look back, how many? This is basically how I. Yeah. How many bubble screens are? Is Alabama a throwing lot, a lot as opposed to a Ohio lot. State? No, it's a lot. Like I go, think, you no, know, go watch them against Georgia. Half of their offense was just bubble screens to Slade Bolden, John Mechie, or Jameson Williams. Like it was just, yeah. it's not a bad idea. It's just an extension of the run game. No, Get it out not. to your playmakers. But oh no, Bryce Young throws a lot of bubble screens. I'm not saying he doesn't have arm talent, dude. That that right. throw that he made the national championship on the sideline was that the one where Keely Ringo had to track down uh, Latu. Yeah, before he almost yeah. ran it in. But I mean, that was like when they talk about NFL throws. Flag route to your tight end over the top of a DB is as good as it gets. Right. Right. Like he he can make the throws. But trust me, he throws his fair share of bubble screens to Jameson Williams. So like I, I get what you're saying though. Like Dwayne Haskins lived off of crossing routes and quick slants and bubble screens. There wasn't a whole lot of asking him to go over linebackers and under safeties twenty yards downfield. They would be losing games when they asked him to to play like a legit quarterback yeah. and then when they went to bubble screens and slants they they'd come back like yeah. that's literally i i watched oh, no, three different Fields games far and away happened. the best downfield passing quarterback they had had until cj stroud yeah and i think cj stroud might be a in in that but, realm but might be point, a little bit better to your point i understand the hesitation around ohio state quarterbacks because they put up a ton of numbers in college but when you get to the nfl it's a little bit different game and they haven't. There hasn't been any production. I mean, Braxton Miller kind of was yeah. a wide receiver for a little bit in the NFL. JT Barrett, I think, bounced around for a couple of years. I don't know if he's still in the league right now or not. That's and a then, bummer with him because I feel like he was actually he yeah, was a, he incredibly was a, solid. Yeah, he was a really good quarterback. He's kind of undersized. Uh, and then Dwayne Haskins, we know how that's turned out. And yeah. So I understand the hesitation, but like again, which Alabama quarterback so far you've been like, damn, yeah, yeah, that, that, I, I see why everybody's in love with Alabama quarterbacks. Yeah. No, I understand. Not 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 one primarily. Like two has got a potential and we'll see. shoot exactly. he better do it with his wide receiving core. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts has been pretty okay with Philly. We talk and about then, potential a lot though. You yeah, know what and I mean? Then, so, uh Mac Jones went to the playoffs, so I mean Yeah. Also it got blown out though too. So that's true. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I also am very worried. I think this is a recurring theme too, especially with like I get very worried with one year sample sizes on guys. Like I, I do. Well like, you'll have a whole nother sample size coming up. There you go. And that's what I, I can't wait to see. I think Ohio State might be the best team in the country next year. That's just stop saying that. Am I, listen, please stop. You don't want to admit it because I don't, don't want to admit who. I just pro- don't want it to be true. Who the no, uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, well, the other number one is Alabama. So you know, sitting here, Georgia folks, we're like, well, but you don't want Ohio State to be the best team in the country. We don't want Alabama, but you know, life ain't a bowl of cherries. Understandable. Got to take the good with the bad, there, PJ. Yeah. And we got to take a break. We'll come back, get you ready for three and out. Coming up next. If there's one thing you can count on us for, it's uniform talk. And we had some big breaking news yesterday. Oh. Yeah, you saw it. (laughs) You saw it. Vanderbilt has put out I got excited and then there's nothing to be excited about. Yeah. That was really disappointing. And it came out of nowhere. Like Vanderbilt, one of those schools where like I thought they had done a really good job last year. They kind of got rid of like the weird like chain uniforms that right. they were doing and they just went back to the classic stripes on the shoulders stripes on the helmet does it look exactly like army yeah but who cares right it's black it's gold it's cool looking yeah just don't you, play army you don't yeah i mean if you do it looks like a spring game and that's fine true and so i just I, I didn't understand it but for those of you who haven't seen it vanderbilt has gotten rid of the black star with the v or gold star whichever 
because they did the different ones for the different sports, but they got rid of the star. Yeah. Right? Now it is just a gold V that's like in some nouveau, new wave font. Right. And I, I am fully aware I sound like I'm 97 years old. I don't that's care. That's okay. It looks like a Vegas casino online gambling site. <laughs> yeah. Like those are the vibes I get off. It's like this is the new app to download if you want to bet on Croatian hockey. What if they just like made uh, my thing is if they would have just spiced up the star a little bit or the font in the star, that would have been fine. But why did you need to mess with it? Uh, you know, I think the white V in the star was a little kind of like looked like it was drawn in a little bit, but it was a bad move. You know what's not a bad move? Three and out. Listening to three and out. There coming you up go. next right here on ESPN Radio. Ben Troop, <laughs> DJ Bennett, Kevin Thomas coming up next right here. <laughs> 